Okay, Colin, so we're starting this adventure and we find ourselves in a dark and misty forest with the sound of wolves howling in the distance. Suddenly, you see a figure emerging from the fog. It's a giant orc brandishing a crudely made axe. So what options have we got here, Colin? Oh, we've got a bunch of options. We've got option one, attempt to sneak past the orc, hoping it doesn't notice you. We've got option two, is try to reason with the orc. Maybe you can get it to back down. Option three is use your knowledge of orc culture to challenge the orc to a duel of honour. <laughs> and option four, attempt to escape the orc by running away. Apparently that's the dangerous option. I'm uh, interested. Way, why, do, <laughs> why do orcs always have crudely made axes? I don't know why. Or, I'd imagine orcs have been, you know, they're the warrior race. They've they, All they do is fight. I reckon they're probably pretty good at making weapons, to be honest. I'm also very interested, like that is a good point, but I'm interested in which one of us has the knowledge of orc culture, because I wasn't aware yeah. that um, I certainly knew oh, that much about I, them. I, I spent a, um, a gap year in uh, Orkinor, uh, so I've got a year of living in Orkinor and working as a, an axe maker, that's why I know where, where did too. the orcs live in the Warhammer world, was it the World's Edge Mountains? As far oh, as I have I know. no idea, I can't remember, can't remember. <laughs> we'll have to bring on some, uh, some experts, orcs we'll bring on Bears. Grant in a future one. You can bring him into the party. Option one is still attempt to sneak past him. Option two is now manually select our own. Option three is still the orc culture. And option four is still run away. Yeah, for sure. So do you have an option two to add in? I, I suppose it depends if, we're, if we roll that, doesn't it? So... Mm. Oh, I see. Okay, right. Got it. Right, I'm going to roll a d4. We have option four... We're going to run away. Oh, come on. Okay, so who's the fastest <laughs> out of you and I, Com? We've never had a race before, but... Um, True. <laughs> you're a cycler, so... Uh, cycler? Cyclist. Yeah. yeah, that means I can't run. <laughs> okay, so option four, the difficult option. Um, so what have we got here, Colin? What happened? So Matthew and Colin quickly turn and make a run for it, trying to put as much distance between themselves and the orc as possible. The orc bellows in fury and gives chase, but you both manage to outrun it and eventually lose it in the dense forest. Woohoo! After catching your breath, you both decide to set up camp for the night and continue your journey in the morning. But as you sit by the fire, you hear strange noises coming from the darkness. What's your options here, Matthew? Yeah, I notice I'm still going to have to prompt it to remember this option 2 criteria, which I'll do in a sec. But at the moment, option 1, ignore the noises and hope that they go away, that's the easy one. Option 2, investigate the noises but be prepared for a fight. Option 3, try to lure the creature with food, maybe it's just a wild animal. And option 4, leave the camp immediately and continue your journey. So I just need to tell it to... Okay. Right, what do you hope for here, Matthew? What would you go for if you had the choice? I would... Um, I don't really want to leave the camp because no. you need your rest. So um, I'm one of the people that like to bury their head in the sand. So yeah, I'm hoping that so we get option one. Ignore ignore the options. I reckon I'm going to try and... Uh, I would try and lure it with uh, some food. See if we can uh, get a pet or something. You know, I've got I've got a bit of a uh, wilderness lore in my back pocket here. I could yeah. tame tame a wild wolf or something like that. So, all right, let's see what we get. Rolling, and we have option three. So I get my choice. We're going to try and lure it in with food, and hope it's just a wild animal. 
So Matthew and Colin quickly gather some food and make noise to try and lure the creature to them. After a few minutes, a large shaggy creature emerges from the darkness. It looks like a cross between a wolf and a bear, its eyes glowing red in the firelight. It approaches the food, sniffing at it cautiously. Okay, so the options it's given us there. Uh, Option one, slowly back away and leave the creature to its meal. Option two, that's when we'll manually choose. Option three, try to make friends with the creature. Maybe it could be a useful companion. There you go, Colin. And option four, (laughs) attack the creature. It could be dangerous. Yeah, so, uh, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely I'm uh, definitely rooting for option three here. Yeah, and two's going to give you that capability too. I'd imagine so. <laughs> yeah, it could be a couple of them. Okay, rolling, and um, we get a three. Oh, a keeps three. chasing with me. Chat GPT can hear me. <laughs> Matthew and Colin slowly approach the creature, speaking softly and trying to make peaceful gestures. The creature continues to sniff at the food, but doesn't seem to be aggressive. After a few minutes of this, the creature lets out a low growl and starts to eat the food. As it eats, Matthew and Colin continue to speak softly to it and offer it more food. After it finishes eating, the creature looks at them, then lets out a soft whimper and nuzzles against them. It seems that the creature has accepted them as friends. Matthew and Colin decide to name the creature Fang and decide to take it with them on their journey. The next morning you continue your journey, but now with Fang by your side. You come across a narrow bridge that spans a deep chasm. The bridge looks old and unstable, and you can see that some of the planks are missing. Yeah, so before we get to the options, uh, it got a bit weird there for a second when uh, Fang was uh, nuzzling again. I don't don't know how I feel about that, but uh, you know, we'll look past it. the image it gives is if it's nuzzle, it keeps saying them because obviously we've uh, given it two people in the story and it keeps saying them. So it's as if we were already uh, very close together. Yeah, <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's what I got in my mind was just, oh, this is cosy. Um, unnecessarily so, maybe. So yeah. could we could we could we vote to change the name, though? I mean, Fang, it's a bit there. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah. Well, what it, would you it, like? Ask to it. Call? Ask it for a better name. Say, um can we change the creature's name uh, to something much more unusual and dangerous? Oh, that's better. How do you say that? Grim, Grimmaw or Grimmaw? Grimmaw. You decide to name the creature Grimmaw, which sounds like a fierce and dangerous name, fitting for a creature that can be both a companion and a formidable ally. With Grimmaw by your side, you come across a narrow bridge that spans a deep chasm. The bridge looks old and unstable, and you can see that some of the planks are missing. All right. So that is, yeah, that's the same as what we were before, yeah. So good yeah. good continuity. So we've got okay. option one, cross the bridge slowly and carefully, trying not to put too much weight on any one plank. Option two is our manual option. Option three, attempt to repair the bridge with the materials you have on hand. Didn't know we had any, but there you go. And option yeah. four, attempt to cross the chasm using a rope and grappling hook. That'd be a bit like that. Have you ever been to the um, place... It's like South Edinburgh. I can't remember the name of it, but it's like ropes and. Uh, oh, like uh, the what's it called? The treetop walk type thing. Is it go eight? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I was Aye. about to say it's something to do with monkeys. That's right. <laughs> that's yeah. Uh, yeah, we went yeah. there once, and I fell in the water a lot. It was very good. Oh, nice. So I'm, I'm experienced so you, here. So. so. So you're not voting for option four here. Because I've been there, done that. Yeah. Um, no, just because you're no good with a rope. Yeah, a I found that out, yeah. 
Okay. Uh, let's see, see what the dice gods have got for us. Rolling number four. Oh, so we are so, doing it. We're going for it. <laughs> we're not going to trust the bridge. It looks too dodgy. We're just going to fall in if we do that. So let's go with the rope and the grappling hook. Hopefully uh, Grimmo is good with a rope and grappling hook. Oh yeah, that's true. Matthew and Colin decide to attempt to cross the chasm using a rope and a grappling hook. Colin throws the grappling hook across the chasm and it catches on the other side. You both test the rope to make it secure and then begin to make your way across hand over hand. As you hear the as you near the other side, you hear a rumbling sound. Suddenly the rope goes slack and you both fall into the chasm. You hit the water hard and it's freezing cold. You struggle to the surface, gasping for air. You're now in an underground river and you can see a faint light in the distance. So this is verbatim what happened to me at Goape. Uh, and again, it's talking about us both. I don't know what's happened to Grimaw here. Uh, let oh, yeah. me just clarify that with I'm yeah. gonna actually I'm gonna ask it to change our name to what our party rather than it you know, it could still identify as individually, but Yeah. Would that make okay, sense? Go for it. Yeah, that's good. Your party falls into the underground river and you can see a faint light in the distance. Okay. Okay, so our options are attempt to swim to the light, hoping it leads to a way out. Uh, option two is our manual one. Option three, search for a way out of the river underground. That would involve a big breath hold, I'd imagine. And option four, <laughs> attempt to climb back up the rope, which is still hanging down. What would you like your party to do? Well, that's not up to us, is it? It's up to the, the old dice god, so. <laughs> I mean, I think I'd want to search out for a way out underground. Why, what was the, why is the rope still hanging down if it fell? Maybe Just that's side fell, I guess. what happened to Grimaw because it, it was talking about us both being down here and never mentioned him. So yeah. What, he's dropped the rope? <laughs> could have been, yeah. That might be his expertise, yeah. All right. I, I mean, I'm going to vote for the light. Surely we want to go to the light. We're in this dark and spooky place, so I'm voting for that. But okay, let's roll the dice, see what's coming up. And it's number one. It genuinely does listen to us. It keeps choosing what I'm voting for. <laughs> you know. I mean, it could actually be... Could be, yeah. Okay, your party starts to swim towards the light, hoping it leads to a way out. As you get closer, you can see that the light's coming from a cave opening. Your party swims towards the opening and pulls themselves out of the water, onto a rocky shore. You find yourself in an underground cave system. The cave is dimly lit by glowing mushrooms and the air is damp and musty. You can hear the sound of dripping water in the distance. Okay, so uh, option one, follow the sound of the dripping water. Maybe it leads to a way out. Option two is our manual. Option three, search for any valuable resources or items in the cave. And option four, attempt to find a way to light a fire and make camp. I'm hoping for option two here because I want to eat these mushrooms and see what happens. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not hoping for option one because I don't really see why dripping water might lead to a way out. That's I mean, a really uninteresting clue, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. I don't know where that could be coming Just from in this go, wet cave. Go to, exactly. Go towards the water. That's not the same as going towards the light. <laughs> All right. Let's roll it and see. Oh, you've not got your option, I'm afraid, Matthew. I mean, we can overrule it, like, for an interesting story. Do you want to overrule it and get option two? Maybe we, maybe we get, like, two or three vetoes each per game. Okay, we we'll just choose our that. own if we really want to. Yeah, okay, we'll try that then. <laughs> Go for uh, it. 
Although I kind of do want to search for any valuable resources or items in the cave too. Let's do that we, after the We missions. have dripping water, we've got all we need. <laughs> yeah, this could go all sorts of wrong. <laughs> okay, I've mushrooms. picked option two and I've entered. We pick and eat the glowing mushrooms to see what happens, because that's what you do, isn't it? <laughs> Your party approaches the glowing mushrooms and carefully picks some. You examine them closely and see that they do look edible. You decide to try eating them to see what happens. After a few minutes, you start to feel a strange sensation in your head, like your thoughts are becoming clearer and more focused. The cave seems to be getting brighter too, and you can see the details that you couldn't see before. Suddenly, you notice a faint trail of footprints leading deeper into the cave. You follow the trail, and after a few minutes, it leads you to a narrow tunnel. The tunnel's too small for Grimaud to fit, so you leave him behind and continue on. <laughs> Just <Harsh>. like that. <laughs> Sorry, big man. Our faithful <laughs> As you make your way through the tunnel, you start to hear a faint humming sound. The sound gets louder and louder until you reach the end of the tunnel where it opens up into a vast cavern. In the centre of the cavern, you see a massive crystal pulsing with a strange energy. The crystal is surrounded by strange, otherworldly creatures. Well, this escalated quickly, didn't it? Yeah, that changed. <laughs> by the way, I want to get Grimaud back. We're going to figure that out after. Yeah. In fact, we'll find a way to get him through. Well, maybe that's option two then, because we'll have our manual if we, if we manage to roll it. So option one, try to sneak past the creatures and take the crystal. That seems counterintuitive. Like, try and sneak past them, but also take the crystal. Yeah, anyway. exactly. The thing they're worshipping. <laughs> <laughs> they're literally there for it. Um, option three, attempt to communicate with the creatures. Maybe they will let you take the crystal. I don't know oh, if they will. Uh, option seems four, fight unlikely. the creatures. Take the crystal by force, which is dangerous, to say the least. Yeah. Can you type in, uh, do, we, do you know what weapons we have? Like, what, weapon, what weapons and gear do we have? Let's ask it. Uh, I think the fighting option depends a lot on whether we're, like, holding a wet towel or whether we're actually holding a sword, you know? Before we choose, can you tell us what weapons and gear we have? Sure. Your party has the following weapons and gear. A sword for each of you, a bow and quiver of arrows for Colin, a shield for Matthew, a backpack with some rations, a bedroll, lantern, a bit of gold, and a map of the area, a grappling hook and a length of rope, a small amount of healing herbs, and of course Grimaud as a companion. Apparently he is still here. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like the fact we've got a bedroll for the three of us as well. Um, <laughs> one bedroll. And also just a yes. Oh, I have got a sword. I was gonna say like I just got a shield, like I'm completely defensive, yeah. but no, it's uh, it's a sword as Not well. A swordage. Yeah, I mean, that is the most stereotypical adventuring uh, starting gear. Like, open any uh, any adventure book and it says, right, you start with a sword, a bow, a shield, a backpack with rations, bedroll, lantern. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's saying there, is there anything else your party needs to know before deciding? Do we have any books in our packs? I'm just curious, if nothing else. Yeah. Oh, I apologise. I forgot to mention that your party also has a small collection of books in the backpack, which includes an entire library by the looks of it, a book on book history, case. 
a book on the history and culture of the orcs. There you go. A book on wilderness survival. A book on ancient ruins and artifacts. And all of them may provide some clues and information on your journey. Should we ask if there's anything in the book about this crystal? That's a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. Just going off. You're getting the hang of this. Uh, no, you're at, you're getting the hang of this RPG stuff, Matthew. This is what you do. You keep uh, using all your sk- <laughs> keep looking at your sheet and say, "I've got I've got a fifteen in uh, like ancient lore. Uh, I use that on the crystal and see what it does. See if I know anything about it." Is there anything in the ancient ruins book about the crystal that we're now seeing? Upon looking through the Ancient Ruins book, your party finds a passage that describes an ancient civilization that worshipped a powerful crystal, similar to the one you see in front of you. The book describes the crystal as a source of immense power and knowledge, capable of granting great power to those who possess it. It also warns of the dangers and potential consequences of taking the crystal without proper understanding and preparation. This might give your party some insight about the crystal and the potential consequences of taking it. Yeah, I just don't see the benefit in having it. I don't really want it. Oh, I do. I, I, yeah, I, I think uh, I'm a bit more covetous than you, I'm afraid. I mean, power. I mean, power and knowledge. That's, uh, that's all my bag. Like, I, I want that crystal. As long as it helps us get Grimo back, because he's just standing exactly. outside smoking a fag then out. Yeah, so. he's, out, he's outside the door. Yeah, totally. Right, shall I roll it, see what we do? Yeah, go for it, yeah. We get a four. Fight the creatures and take the crystal by force. Well. With our one sword, shield, and bow. And big bookcase, <laughs> a big heavy bookcase to swing yeah, them. Yeah, smack them with books. <laughs> oh, Grimo's back again, right? Your party <laughs> decides to fight the creatures and take the crystal by force. The creatures, which appear to be the guardians of the crystal, put up a fierce resistance but with the help of Grimoire, of course, your party is able to defeat them. As you approach the crystal, you can feel its power coursing through you, filling you with strength and knowledge. You can see that it's pulsing with a strange energy. Suddenly, you hear a loud rumbling sound and the cave starts to shake. You realise that the crystal is the source of the cave's stability, and without it, the cave is collapsing. Okay, before we get to these four options, I have to pull it up on the fact that Grimo's here. I need to see how that happened, because he okay, wasn't here a minute ago. Yeah, ask it. <laughs> okay, I've asked it. Before we continue, how did Grimo get here, as I thought he had to wait outside? <laughs> I love the way it speaks to you. I apologise for any confusion. Grimaud was left behind by your party at the entrance of the narrow tunnel, and was not present with you in the cavern. Given that, your party has to face the collapsing cave alone and decide what to do. <laughs> Alright, so instead of coming up with a reason, it just went, actually, that didn't happen. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, I found this when, we've, when I've been trying to write stories with, um, with the tool before, that it's, uh, you know, it just says, uh, it was, they put up a fierce resistance, but you defeat them. And you get no detail on it. But actually, if you start putting in some questions, like how did we defeat them? Like what was the what was the biggest baddie like? And all that kind of stuff. It creates story quite well. So maybe we can think about that for next time. Like yeah. Build out a wee bit more. Because I imagine, like, the, even if it's a dangerous or difficult option, it's just going to let you win. Uh, I would think anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe well, I mean, we could tell dead. it, couldn't we? We could we could coach it that way though, couldn't we? We could say like, um, please do make it so that we don't always win, or we could. 
I wonder if you can tell it to make your roll of dice. Alright, I'll make sure to make some of the options more dangerous and difficult and I will let you know when you need to roll a die to determine the outcome. However, please keep in mind that the outcome will still be based on the fiction and the situation and the roll will determine the success or failure of the chosen option. With that in mind, your party is still facing a collapsing cave and still has to decide what to do. We've taken so right, long we're... in this collapsing cave that we're actually just dead now. <laughs> so we've got... <laughs> I like how there's a little bit of passive aggressiveness there from uh, from the, yeah. the GM. <laughs> With that in mind, you're still facing the collapse. Yeah, that, Actually, I, you I do feel a bit like that. Where it's like, could we get on with this now, please? And I'm like, what yeah. about the books and the bag that we've got? <laughs> so yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I've rolled it, and we have got a one. Okay, that's quickly grab the crystal and make a run for it. Your party quickly grabs the crystal and makes a run for it. As you make your way back through the cave, the ground shakes beneath your feet and rocks start falling from the ceiling. You can hear the sound of rushing water as the underground river begins to flood the cave. You reach the narrow tunnel and begin to make your way through it. The crystal is heavy and you struggle to keep a grip on it. Suddenly the crystal slips from your hands and it falls into the water and starts to float away. Okay. A floating crystal. Yeah, must be light. <laughs> Um, so option one, leave the crystal and make a run for it. I think we did we just done that? No, we took the crystal and made a run for it, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Leave the leave the crystal and continue to run potentially. Uh, number two, manual. Number three, attempt to retrieve the crystal while avoiding being swept away by the current. Or option four, jump into the water and try to catch the crystal before it floats away. <laughs> Is that not just the you know same as three? <laughs> Yeah, potentially. Do you know what I've just realised though? We we um, we tried to adjust the bot before by making it more dangerous and not successful. But actually, I think it is based not on that. Like, remember when we tried to climb across the cavern, uh, the chasm, sorry, with a grappling hook and a rope, mm -hmm. uh, and it failed, and we fell into the river. That's right. And that yeah. was the dangerous option. That was option four. Mm -hmm. So it must be more likely that we just don't succeed with that. Like as the options go up, so number four. And number three, for example. Yeah, aye, that's a good point. Yeah, because it, it did fail, didn't it? That's how we're down here yeah. in the first place. <laughs> we're in the so I'm lecturing it about dice rolls and that, and it's like, please be aware. Uh, <laughs> I'm already doing this, you stupid human. I know. <laughs> okay, will I go for it? Yeah. Roll a number three. Okay, we're going for difficult. Attempt to retrieve the crystal. Well, it's avoiding being swept away by the current. <laughs> Your party decides to attempt to retrieve the crystal while avoiding being swept away by the current. Colin uses his bow and arrows to try to catch the crystal, <laughs> while Matthew uses his shield to paddle against the current and keep the party from being swept away. After a few minutes of intense effort, Colin is able to snag the crystal with an arrow and pull it back to the party. I must have sucker arrows. I know. Like old school kids sucker arrows. <laughs> uh, but, the but the cave is still collapsing and the water is getting higher. Your party makes a run for it. And just as you reach the entrance of the cave, a huge boulder comes crashing down, blocking the way out. Okay, then option one, attempt to move the boulder with brute force. We've got none of that, have we? Option two, manual. Option three, attempt to find another way out. Or option four, use the crystal's energy to blast your way out. I like how it's pre-assumed that we would know how to do that. Mind you, we've got the book. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. 
Yeah, we've got the tomes, our bookcase of tomes in our back. I'm just waiting on an option too to come up so we could get Grandma back because he'll fix it. To make someone up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, is it worth? I want to. I want to know. You know, brute force. You're not sure if we have that or not. Can you put in? Uh, how strong are we? Before we continue, just on the brute force option, how strong are we? I apologise for not providing that information earlier. Your party consists of two human adventurers, Matthew and Colin. Both are in good physical shape, with a decent level of strength, but not exceptional. They are not superhumanly strong, but they are able to carry heavy loads and use weapons effectively. With <laughs> that in mind. Not exceptional. <laughs> two totally average humans. Yeah, I quite like that as some sort of bio on like social media, or that uh, in good physical shape, with a decent level of strength, but not exceptional. <laughs> it's my new Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's it's going back to that with that in mind you know the cave is still collapsing yeah. the water's getting higher so if you'd like to move yeah. this along uh, so <laughs> yeah I'm quite interested to see if we're capable of brute force mm. given that that's supposedly the okay. easy option so yeah okay right rolling rolling number two we can make up our own oh um, is there a way to get grim- could could we is it against the spirit of play just to tell it what's happened here, or have you really got to be suggesting no. something? I think. Well, what what are you suggesting? What are you going to say? I was going to tell it that uh, Grimo appears at the other side of that boulder and saves the day, but maybe we need to. Yeah, I think that's good. Or or say Grimo appears at the other side, or we can, we see Grimo appear on the other side of the boulder. Uh, can he help us escape? We could ask the question, and then it can still make something up. Okay, we see Grimo appear on the other side of the boulder. Can he help us? As your party reaches the entrance of the cave, you notice that Grimo is on the other side of the fallen boulder. He seems to have found a way out. He starts to dig around the boulder, and you realise that he might be able to help you move it. Okay, so option one, have Grimo help you move the boulder. Option two, manual. Option three, attempt to find another way out. And option four, use the crystal's energy to blast your way out. Okay, I'm still kind of hoping for option four, I'll be honest. Crystal's energy. Roll. Nah, number three. Attempt to find another way out. So again, just we see Grimo and we're like, you know what, we're just going to go this way. <laughs> yeah, sad days, Grimo. We don't trust in your abilities. He's obviously just really smelly or something. Yeah. <laughs> your party decides to attempt to find another way out. As you make your way back into the cave, the ground continues to shake and rocks continue to fall from the ceiling. The water's still rising and you can hear the sound of rushing water getting louder. As you move deeper into the cave, you come across a narrow crevice in the wall. It looks like it might lead to another chamber, and possibly a way out. Okay, option one, attempt to squeeze through the crevice and see where it leads. Option two, manual. Option three, search for another way out. And option four, use the crystal's energy to blast through the crevice. So that's that's the one you'll be wanting, Colin, isn't it? <laughs> right, we'll see what comes up here. I might veto this and just... Uh, <laughs> Ask for number four. Actually, no, let's go for it. Yeah, option one came up. So we'll try to get through the crevice. 